3: business life about 16 banks to record more losses this year as a result of the domestic debt exchange program we will hear from the reports Coalition of individual bondholders groups to picket finance ministry on Thursday to demand payment of bonds and rural and community banks intensified drive to increase shareholder investment to mitigate negative impact of the domestic debt exchange program
4: when ahead with strategies with regards to a banking relationship, build a relationship with them that goes beyond just coming to do the business with them. Try to help them in their business areas, give them some expertise to help them, you know, for their businesses to grow.
3: We have details of these and many others coming your way all in a moment. Please stay. <laughs> Let's now settle for the details. And about 16 banks could record more losses this year as a result of the domestic debt exchange program. Now, according to a research conducted by banking consultants, Dr. Rich Monty and KB Frimpong, the uncaptured losses of nearly 17.1 billion cities could impact negatively on the 2023 audited financial statement of these 16 banks that did not capture the entire losses in 2022. There is more for you. this report.
5: Out of the 22 banks, only six banks managed to capture fully the impairment losses in 2022. The rest of the losses would have to be captured before the banks submit their recapitalization as requested by the International Monetary Fund Country Report on Ghana. The 16 banks are expected to include the remaining impairment losses of about 17.1 billion cities in their 2023 audited financial statement, which could also impact negatively on their capital adequacy ratio and profitability. The 22 banks recorded impairment losses of about 19.4 billion CDs as a result of the domestic debt exchange program. This impacted their profitability. Eight banks' capital adequacy ratio, which measures the bank's accessible capital expressed as a percentage of a bank's risk-weighted assets and liabilities, is now below 13%. The domestic debt exchange program, has resulted in losses. The report therefore urged the Bank of Ghana to periodically monitor the expected capital shortfalls and ensure the plans on rebuilding capital buffers are implemented.
3: Now the coalition of individual bondholders groups has notified the government that members of the group who picket the Ministry of Finance come Thursday to demand payments of their bonds. The coalition which is made up of... Um, Individual Bondholders Association of Ghana and Individual Bondholders Forum consists of about 3,000 individual
4: bondholders. Here's more. In a statement signed by Convener of Individual Bondholders Association of Ghana, Dr. Joel Jangma, and Convener of the IBF, Senor Hossi, the coalition said its members will picket the ministry from July 6 2023 until the resolution of their grievances. It explained that members will be picketing to, among other things, draw government attention to its failure to pay outstanding principles due its members and the facilitation of the conversion of subsequent maturing bonds into treasury bills in the month of June and beyond, as agreed in the MOU, signed by the leadership of the Coalition of Individual Bondholders and the Ministry of Finance, on behalf of the government.
3: On to one of our headline stories, and some business associations have appealed to the Finance Minister to use the 2023 Media Budget Review to take a relook at some taxes to provide financial space for businesses. Now, the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry... As for example, called on government to reduce taxes on importation of raw materials to make local businesses competitive. Let's go on phone and speak to senior manager tax unit at Deloitte Ghana, Gilbert Irinchi Ado, um, for his perspective on this call. Gilbert, pleasure you could join me on Business Life. First off, um, we saw government introduce some taxes in the 2023 budget. Now as part of the IMF conditions for securing a bailout. Now, do you believe it's time for us to use the 2023 media budget review, scrap some of these statistics?
6: I think that it will be pretty premature for for government to um, possibly consider uh, the drive from industry players. But be that as it may, I think that um, the tone in the economy in terms of the challenges businesses are facing uh, should also be uh, something that has to be considered by government. Either way, you raise revenue through the economic activities of these business entities. So it's very important that you give a fair consideration to the challenges that they are facing because cost of doing business, I mean, is clearly um, up the roof and when these things are happening, it also tends to affect other tax handles and uh, not only corporate taxes because it's, it could affect POIE, uh, employment income taxes, and other streams of taxes because these industry players will try to also put in place cost-cutting measures which will affect other areas of revenue mobilization. So government will need to strike a balance in ensuring that look we set out these policies in order to meet the IMF conditionalities. Uh, we've been able to make headway. What can we also do to ensure that we meet the industry players halfway in order for them to have some red respite in doing business in Ghana? There's been that call for government to scrap of the COVID-19 levy. And I think that is something uh, that is in order because the essence or the purpose for which it was established i think that um, has outlived its this time because COVID, in essence uh, has been declared uh, by the world health organization as something that is manageable now and it is within the control of most uh, uh, countries within the, the global space so it's, these are some of the tax handles that i think that government should be considering in order to bring some 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 respite to business or key industry players within the business industry in Ghana. And the key concern
3: from businesses really is about the COVID-19 levy and what have you. But do you think governments can really do that?
6: No, the bit of if governments can really do that is something that governments... Uh, there is that possibility. I mean, um, if we do the cost-benefit analysis, because there's in that call. Of cutting measures. And this call did not only come from industry players, but it did also come through the IMF reports that government should look at managing some of its expenditures in order to get that avenue for revenue mobilization and also implement some revenue mobilization measures other than bringing on board new tax handles, which can also lead to what revenue mobilization. It all it all rests on data. So if they have done the data analytics well to look at areas where they can make some some changes which will give some respite. Why not? That has to be done. Because I have indicated earlier on that what it will be the essence of increasing taxes mm-hmm. and then I mean, getting people out of business. What revenue are you seeking to mobilise them? Because it is when they engage in economic activities that you are they are able to make the necessary work and the necessary income for the necessary taxes to be paid. So, government should also I think that if there should be that possibility, if they look at what expenditure management in order to be able to. I mean, meet uh, businesses halfway. All right, so
3: Gilbert, in the event that really um, come the budget review, we don't see that happen, what becomes of these businesses?
6: <laughs> it will be, it will be a, bit, a bit disappointing anyway because of the expectations of these businesses, of course. And I would say that we we'll need to see the light of day. Uh, on the uh, the rippling actions that will come if governments are not able to bring on board other policy measures that can then bring some some respite for these businesses. But it will be quite disappointing because of the expectations of these key industry players.
3: Well, looking at the posture of government, do you think um, businesses would have to be expectant? Yes, they have to raise these concerns to drum home their concern. but really, must they be highly expectant?
6: Please, I didn't get your
3: question. I'm asking that, looking at the time frame we are in, must they be expectant, uh, knowing very well government's posture when it comes to you know, the reduction of taxes, because government has not been responsive to, to that call? So far. No, that, that,
6: that expectation must be there. I mean, in spite of in spite of, of, of the challenges that uh, we face, I mean, it is important uh, for them to make that call. I think it's very important. And um, once it's on record that that call was made, it's better than not making that call at all. But then I think that the pressures from the economy, from the industry players, uh, could see the light of day. And possibly government is also a listening government and they may try to see if if there could be some room to I mean create that that kind of respite for this business. Gilbert, we
3: are indeed grateful for your time. He's a senior manager tax unit at Deloitte Ghana speaking to us there. More on businesses and the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry says there is a need for the business community to be well informed and updated on the impact of the International Monetary Fund program. This, this the chamber said will aid local businesses to factor the effects of the IMF program in their long-term plans. According to the president of the chamber, Clement Sayamwakum, there should be more ambitious structural reforms to support businesses.
7: The increased costs of doing business is also driving up inflation. This development depicts the hardship businesses are currently facing as a result of these measures. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, given the potential adverse consequences of these reforms on businesses, it is crucial that business operators are well informed about the IMF programme and its implications for their operations. It is equally important for them to implement measures that can effectively mitigate and mitigate the negative impact on our businesses. Hence the Chamber has taken this initiative to organize this edition of the Chamber National Dialogue. Furthermore, the Chamber is earnestly committed to utilizing this dialogue as an advocacy platform to communicate the concerns of businesses to the government. In line with this mandate, the Chamber extends to actively pursue, intends to actively pursue follow-ups with the government and relevant departments to ensure that these concerns are given urgent consideration, particularly during the upcoming media budget review.
3: Now, some rural and community banks are calling for an increase in shareholder investment to sustain growth of the sector. The intensified call is to mitigate the negative effect of the domestic debt exchange program and the economic downturn on the banking sector. Already, managers of Ichimam Punar Rural Bank are making headway through an enhanced drive to improve shareholder's capital. Nana Ojima was at the bank's annual general meeting and has filed this report.
8: As financial institutions recover from the negative impact
2: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?
8: of COVID-19 pandemic and the banking sector reforms, the sector has been hit by Ghana's domestic debt exchange program with the IMF. Banks hold more than 30% of the amount swapped for the new instrument. Executive Director of the Association of Rural Banks, Comfort Ousu, explains the ARB Apex Bank is making efforts to get the Bank of Ghana to release some liquidity to the bank's
4: uh, our banks, ARBFS Bank, has done some submission to the Ministry of Finance for consideration so that we can get some funds to push in the RCBs. So we are looking forward to get a positive res- response from the government.
8: To meet the capital needs, the Atreman Punea Rural Bank has intensified campaigns to get customers to invest more through shares. Already, the bank's prestige customers and directors are responding to the calls. Board chairperson, Constance Phyllis Putik, explains.
4: But went ahead with strategies with regards to a banking relationship. Build a relationship with them. That goes beyond just coming to do the business with them. Try to help them in their business areas. Give them some expertise to help them. You know, for their businesses to grow. Most of these we term them prestige customers have come on board and even bought shares.
8: The bank's financials show deposits have increased to hundred and twenty six point six million cities from hundred and thirteen million cities in twenty twenty one. Assets increased from hundred and four million cities to one hundred and twenty two million cities with loan portfolio growing to 28 million cities from 22.1 million cities. Mrs. Putik believes the release of some investments locked up in fund houses will strengthen the sector.
4: If you look at the um, accounts that we presented, you see the huge chunk of this investment lying with these uh, farmhouses that have not been liquidated, but still cannot even give us our funds. We are pleading with government to come to our aid and support the rural folks who have so much confidence in the rural and community banks.
8: For Joy News, Naneya Uchima reporting.
3: And government has integrated a 15-member national steering committee for the 2023 Integrated Business Establishment Survey to conduct an economic census of all businesses in Ghana. Then the committee will provide strategic guidance and general oversight of survey and monitor activities to ensure successful implementation. Government statistician Professor Samuel Kobnenim outlined the objectives of the survey.
9: You will enjoy free life insurance, oh, free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double Shh. your salary. A whole year and even more consolation rewards in the EcoBank Double Salary Promo Reloaded. Vivo This
8: EcoBank Salary Account sounds interesting. What do you think? Uh, uh,
6: but maybe next time, Charlie. You know what? I'll go shine my shoe. Hey,
8: yo, myself. I'll go
6: check my BB.
5: Like he drove out, we going up, never go down, no. and we stay
4: fly. Yeah, man. Open an EcoBank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the EcoBank Double Salary Promo Reloaded from now till July
3: 31st. Terms and conditions apply.
9: This is under the supervision
8: of the national lottery authority under the Paritas Lottery Platform. V.
9: Crystal clear and thrilling podcast and live shows. Download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Atom Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated.
3: That break, we've got to take um, our earlier story where government has inaugurated a 15-member national steering committee for the 2023 Integrated Business Establishment Survey to conduct an economic census for all businesses in Ghana. Let's now hear from government statistician, Professor Samokobneni.
10: In terms of the objectives of the 2023 Integrated Business Establishment Survey, the first is to build an an updated online business register. We have done this three times, but we've not been successful in building an updated online business register. Honorable Deputy Minister and colleagues, why we think this is important is that until we get a live register, some of the important data that we expect from an integrated business establishment survey will will never suffice. One of which is constantly getting data on employment both from the demand side and the supply side. At GSS, anytime we do a household survey, from the supply side, we are able to get um, employment data. But going forward, we should be able to complement the supply-side employment data with the demand-side employment data. And the only way we can do that is if we make data interoperable and integrated across all government ministries, once we get this base data, so that regularly we can update our online business register. Clearly, with what I've shared with you earlier on, this will give us an opportunity to update the categorization of businesses and more specifically, look at the distribution of businesses based on their demographics, i.e. the age, the size, the location, ownership of the businesses. One thing that we're emphasizing with the 2023 Business Establishment Survey is having our growth poles, And this is something that I think is long overdue for us as a country because when we think about the different products that we have, be it a be it industry, we don't know where our growth poles are. With these three rounds of data, that is 2003, 2013, and 2023, we should be in a position to say that for each particular product, from a geographical point of view, these are different growth goals. And that is what we expect to do after this analysis. And this is going to go a long way to address the increasing inequality that we see in the country.
3: Well, Deputy Minister of Finance, Abnase Asari, who inaugurated the 15-member National Steering Committee for the 2023 Integrated Business Establishment Survey, said the outcome would help in comprehensive decision-making and planning.
9: Last time this um, kind of survey, business survey, was done was in 2013, and it looked at certain areas. And I believe that with this current one that we are about to look at, um, we will go into more details and also help us address certain things that relates to not just businesses and their existence, but also what comes with it, Uh, the taxes that they pay, whether they are paying the relevant taxes or not. And this will help us also profile uh, the way we look at our GDP and other equally important economic targets that we have in this country. We will demand of all these agencies a certain uh, class of staff. It, it It should be at a level that they can take decisions that will best affect us positively. And we should attach all seriousness to This exercise that is going to be done, Ministry of Finance with the Minister is also ready to support and assist in every way that we can and to make sure that at the end of the day we have a successful um, survey that will help inputs or bring us some inputs to help government take the necessary decisions and policies that will guide our economy. Moving on
3: to some other stories, the German corporation says it is investing 53 million euros in capacity development training for agricultural entrepreneurs up to 2027. Speaking to Joy Business Technical Advisor at GIZ, Maleni Hinera said the project dubbed business support facility for resilient agriculture value chains seeks to transform the lives of many in the sector, especially women.
11: GIZ, the Agribusiness Facility for Africa, together with GIZ MOVE, COMCASHU, um, we have launched the very first training of Gender Makes Business Sense Plus. Um, it's a training approach that was actually developed by another GIZ program called a ATVET for Women with um, the African Union Development Agency, AUDA NEPAD. And now ABF and MOVE, we have worked on the content of GMBS Plus and we made it um, better for scaling and we also uh, worked on the business modules. And now we are launching it here for the very first time in Ghana. The entire volume of the project is uh, 53 million euros. Um, And then, yeah, some of them is going into the development of the new training approaches. We have um, the core output, which is the matching grant fund. And then we also have an output for um, South-South Exchange, where, um, like, Stakeholders can exchange about um, how the implementation went. Um, Maybe one country has um, developed a very innovative strategy and this can be shared then with other countries for the same value chain.
3: Now, the Corporate Business Development Directorate, known as the CBDD, of the full Gospel businessmen is ready to host the Made in Business Expo in Ghana and the World Convention for the Global Fellowship. The event which marks an important activity for the group seeks to uplift business potentials of participants and support members' business growth. There is more in this report. The Corporate Business Development Directorate is the business development and marketing wing of the Full Gospel Businessmen Fellowship in Ghana. The aim of this year's convention and business expo is to showcase some innovations by members to participants and also serve as a platform for members to network. National Director for the Directorate, Ray Snowden, has been speaking to Joy Business on the upcoming event.
4: Uh, We're hoping to have a lot of business-to-business engagement through that exercise. Uh, We're also hosting a business seminar where we have seasoned speakers in the country who will talk on the theme, ethics and integrity for the new normal. As we've we've drummed over and over again, we believe if we can catch our businessmen and emphasize the importance of ethics and integrity in the marketplace, we can address some of these issues that are springing up about corruption and the canker of corruption. We are very passionate as a a corporate business development directorate to support the country and the government in addressing the corruption issue. And we believe that by training and equipping our our businessmen on ethics and integrity, we can play our part in in solving this problem.
3: Global Advisory Council Chairman Danny Marunyega believes this is an important convention
7: for gospel businessmen and women. Nobody in this country today you should miss this convention because it is um apart from the business aspect the spiritual aspect is equally important and remember in deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18 the bible says that do not forget your god who gave you the ability to get wealth and he who blessed you and made a covenant of your forefathers
3: and that's it for the bulletin. I am Paios. Could you on the same time tomorrow? See you. Bye.
2: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?